Hi, this is Bo Bridges, and you're listening to TV Confidential. And Roberts, with a reminder that we'll play more of our conversation with Ron Bacon later on in the hour. We'll be able to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, on the line with us right now is Gabriel Jarrett, Gabe Jarrett, the actor most of you know as the 14-year-old whiz kid in the 1985 teen comedy Real Genius. Gabe recently appeared opposite Amy Smart, Thora Birch, and Anne Hesch in the True Tornado Survival Motion Picture 13 Minutes. He will also be seen in the romantic comedy Ask Me to Dance, Ask Me to Dance, also starring Tom Malloy, Brianna Evigan, Jesse Cove, and Joyce DeWitt. From Three's Company, uh, we talked. We talked before about Gabe's background in American Sign Language. Um, yep. He will be seen in a limited series called "Bring On the Dancing Horses," which stars Kate Bosworth. And you perform all of your dialogue in "Bring On the Dancing Horses" in sign. I do. Yes, uh, and um, along with my uh, with my partner uh, on on the show. I mean, business partner. <laughs> Let me clarify. Uh, on the show um, uh, is uh, John Marcer, who is a deaf actor uh, himself, and yeah, so he and I play uh, cleaners. We we go cleaning up the um, the bodies of the uh, of the poor dispatched people that Kate Bosworth has just uh, sent to their maker, if you will. Bring on the dancing horses. That is that'll be coming out in 2022, correct? That's correct. Yeah. And we don't know what platform. I would love to tell you what platform, but we don't know yet. Okay. Well, that all right. So you're you're looking for a home, so to speak. You, you, well, no. It, it'll be it'll be on a it'll be on one of the um, streaming services, but you just don't know which one. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. No. Right now we're 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 in Sundance. I don't know what they're so hush hush about everything. They really really. They could, uh, we don't know. We just don't know. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we, we will look for it. It'll probably be on all the major streaming platforms at some point in 2022. Oh, yeah. You'll, you'll see it for sure. Just look for Kate Bosworth and and uh, that title, and, and you'll, you'll see it. And everything else will follow. You can follow uh, Gabriel Jarrett on Instagram and on the Gabriel Jarrett fans page on Facebook. You mentioned working with Tom Malloy on Ask Me to Dance, and you've worked with Tom on King of the Underworld, if I remember correctly. And, <laughs> yeah, and, right. But I wasn't aware that Tom directed Ask Me to Dance. That, that, that actually touches on a question I want to ask you about, because yeah. um, you have worked with at least two other directors who are actors, mm. Ron Howard and yep. Rob Reiner. My theory is <laughs> My theory is some of the best directors we have are directors who also have acted because they know how to talk to actors. They know what it's like on the other side of the camera. What are your thoughts about this, Gabe? Absolutely. Well, well, well thought out question, sir. <laughs> um, no, no, it's, it's, it's true. It's because they, um, they know the language of the actor um, and uh, the, the vernacular or the non-vernacular, the things that, you, that are not said. You know, in between, and 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 what I mean by that is that sometimes to get to pull the performance that you're looking for out of somebody, sometimes you're not you're not running up and telling them, "Hey, I want it this way." You know, you're giving them a, a flavor, if you will, of what you're what you're looking for, um, and not not exactly on the nose. You're not you're not, you're not handing someone a, a line reading. You're not handing somebody a performance that you see in your head. And what, what, this is what Ron Howard is. I mean, Rob Reiner, too. These, these guys are so good at this. Uh, but Ron is just like, 
he's like some sort of savant on it. <laughs> he will hire people that he likes their work. He trusts their work. He knows that that whatever instincts that they're, that we're going to bring to the character that that they're good instincts. And he doesn't direct so much as wrangle. He will see what your choices are going to be first. Um, he knows that you know he's been looking at the overall picture for a long time, but each individual actor has been looking at their character and and trying to come up with creative ways to make that character better, um, you know, and, and stand out and and what have you. And he's going to use that resource. And he's going to see what you bring, and then he'll, as a director, he'll pare it down and go, this is this will this will work, this will work, this is too much. I'm not going to do that, uh, but I do want to see that. And he'll, and, you know, he'll just place the camera after you've shown him, and then maybe give you a a, a little pointer or two after he sees what you're what you're doing. But he really doesn't do a whole lot of directing, so to speak. It's not like he. he it really is just. It's more, I'd, I'd describe it more as a wrangler. Well, from your description of, of how Ron works, it sounds like it really is more of a creative partnership between director and actor yeah. versus the old-school, quote-unquote, autocratic approach that some directors are known to do. And, right. And the, the idea is that you, you as an actor are just moving parts on a big board where it sounds like directors such, such as Ron is more of a partnership and, and there's a respect for exactly what you can do. Exactly right. And I, and, um, I think that's, that's why so many, why Ron is so good at what he does, why he's such a brilliant storyteller is he's not, he's, he's telling you the overall story that he had in his mind, but he, all of the flavors, all of the interesting little, like you said, little things that happen in between and, uh, and the, the, the parts that aren't written on the page, a lot of times... You know, Ron hasn't anticipated everything that you're going to bring to that role. He's just, and he just likes your work, and he likes your look for this uh, this part, and he's going to let you do your thing and and bring as much of the actor's flavor to it as possible. Um, and and like I said, he's he hasn't envisioned that at the beginning, and so he he ends up with a movie where all of these interesting flavors are mixed up that and he's getting moments that he didn't even expect to have and you mentioned working with tom malloy as a director and the fact that you've worked with tom professionally and you know each other personally i would imagine when he cast you as the as the man of the cloth with issues in ask me to dance <laughs> what one of that is is that he knows what you can do and so that's one less thing he has to worry about because as the, as the director he's got to worry about everything so casting you right. in in that right. part he doesn't have to worry about you right well actually no that's a, that's a, that's absolutely correct is is, is that um, you know Tom, Tom is going to is is going to put me where he thinks you know I'm going to uh, I'm going to do the best work for the project like any other director that's that's what they do. I mean, there's there's been projects that he's done before that you know there's just nothing in it that that I would I would really be right for that I would that I would want to be doing that I, that would make me look good would make the project look good. There's been plenty of those, and whenever we're looking for we're always looking for projects to work together on, but we want to look the, our best and we want to make sure that. Uh, whatever the project is, is going to benefit from, from our, our being in it. Um, and so that's really what uh, what he did with this particular character. I finally understood why once we were there on the day, because there were things about the priest. Um, and, you know, my, I'm not throwing out a significant, well, I've got a bunch, a few scenes in the movie, but um, but it's not like I'm throughout the entire thing, but the priest kind of, uh, and the, the wedding and the, the 
ceremony and the rehearsal and all the stuff leading up to the wedding, all of that stuff is, is kind of pivotal because uh, that's where a lot of these uh, um, moments happen for the movie. And, and I think he just he wanted somebody that was going to get that frozen text, if you will, the, the, the text that doesn't necessarily um, uh, differ from priest to priest to priest. You know, uh, we are gathered here today. Yeah. For, you know, all that stuff is not really the point. It's the stuff that's brought in between all the little sides and the comments and what have you that uh, I'll throw in there that's not frozen text on top of it that I think he wanted me to come in there and, and do my thing. Gabriel Jarrett will be seen as a man on the cloth in Ask Me to Dance, Ask Me to Dance, romantic comedy starring and directed by Tom Malloy that is coming soon in 2022. Uh, Gabe will also be seen in the limited series Bring on the Dancing Horses starring Kate Bosworth also coming to major streaming platforms in 2022. Uh, you can follow Gabe on Instagram and on the Gabriel Jarrett fans page on Facebook. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. We mentioned earlier one of your earliest, in fact, I think this was your first scripted role as an actor. It was on a sitcom that I remember. I'm probably one of the only other persons to remember. It was called, it was called Good Night Beantown. It was on Sunday yeah. nights on CBS with Bill Bixby and Marriott Hartley. And one of the reasons... Oh, my God, yes. And the, the other reason I remember it is that John Madden and Pat Summerall used to promote it during the Sunday afternoon football telecast, you know. So, oh, that's right. So, um, oh, my God. What do you remember about Good Night Beantown? Other than sheer panic? <laughs> <laughs> um, other than the sheer panic, I, uh, you know, it, um, uh, it, it was my first role. It was, it was actually my first, well, my first television role. And, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of time in television. I remember it being like, uh, okay, got it ready, you're going to do this, that, and that. And there's camera, and there's the three camera, which was different because that's the first time I, I experienced three camera. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, uh, well, we got a quick rehearsal, then boom, we're, we're up. It was not a live audience, uh, so uh, it was three camera, but it was not live, live, live audience. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad it wasn't because I was already in, in, you know, I was already going, geez, are they watching the sweat, like, pour down my face? Um, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, and I came in and just, uh, I was there just to uh, just to kind of get, um, get uh, Tracy Gold out the door. Um, <laughs> and... And we were able to do that, and uh, and the rest is history. But uh, yeah, that's what started the whole thing, I guess. Well, that was that was, that was your first scripted role, but it was not your first television role because you right. had you you had performed um you you had performed on the Disney Channel on the on the Master Size show. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Wow, I'm real. You know what? You're really specific. You're absolutely right. I totally forgot. I make it my business to go as deep a dive into Gabriel Jarrettness as possible. Well, you did. Oh, <laughs> um, true, true of that about the television part. But as, as the name implies, Disney, um, well, size wasn't exactly a role as it was a television appearance. Yeah. Um, you know, because they just they just needed kids to sweat and and um, and keep going until uh, until until the program stopped. And so you know, I was one of those kids that just kept going and going and going and going. I had a lot of energy. Well, you have a lot of energy, and you put that energy to great use. And as we say, you have uh, you're, you're one of the few actors who are fortunate to have worked pretty much your entire life performing one way or another. And uh, <laughs> 
Uh, Gabe has two movies out uh, right now, plus uh, he'll be seen in the limited series Bring on the Dancing Horses. Uh, what else do you have on the horizon in the works in 2022 that you can tell us about now? Well, I, I'm hoping, if, if all goes well with Bring on the Dancing Horses, which, uh, which I think, uh, you know, knock on wood, it will, um, I'm, I'm thinking there may be a second season here on, in it because it really did turn out extremely well. Um, and, uh, you know, working with Michael Polish was, a, was an honor. And, and the man is just such a, you know, he's, he, he, really, he really is a visual artist. And, um, and I, think, uh, I think that uh, Kate looks amazing in it. And, and yeah, I think people are going to want more of it. Well, we will definitely keep an eye out uh, for it. Uh, before we before we forget, Gabriel is a January uh, baby, so uh, happy birthday, Gabe! Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> and thank you. And it's it, it was it was a lot of fun to chat with you. I hope we'll have a chance to chat again one of these days on TV Confidential. Absolutely, anytime, man. Gabe Jarrett can currently be seen in the True Tornado Survival Motion Picture, 13 Minutes. He'll also be seen in the romantic comedy, Ask Me to Dance. You can follow Gabe on Instagram and on the Gabriel Jarrett Fans page on Facebook. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.